Welcome to Flip It or Skip It, brought to you by WorthPoint, the world's largest antiques and collectibles pricing and research database. Buy right, sell right, and profit more with WorthPoint. Now, let's meet our hosts. Hi, I'm Dana Crawford. And I'm Wayne Jordan. In today's episode, number 58 of Flip It or Skip It, we're going to be talking about newspapers. Newspapers. I remember those. (laughs) The only thing I read these days are online newspapers. Yes, yes. We subscribed for years, and mainly because my husband liked the crosswords. Really? Yeah. Huh. And we had a massive pile, and they were great for uh, shipping. But that's not what we're talking about today, is shipping. No, no, we're not going to be talking about stuffing boxes with newspapers. So, do you flip newspapers when you're out uh, shopping around? Do you see newspapers that you'll buy? And and uh, how do you go about selecting them? How do you make the decision of what you should buy? And then once you buy them, where do you sell them? And how do you sell them? Mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting because a lot of my fellow flippers and resellers feel that newspapers are not worth the trouble. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't bother with them. I personally enjoy them mainly because I ran into a lady that contacted me and she wanted all these newspapers out of her garage. And Mm -hmm. I thought, okay, how many could she have? <laughs> so I went over there and oh my goodness, she had newspapers from the floor of the garage to almost the ceiling of the garage. And there were three, four rows deep of newspapers, but they were from the early 40s, 30s. And most of them were from Baltimore, um, Eastern, Eastern states. Mm-hmm. And they had, they were all in order by year with the official, I don't know, do you remember back in the day when we used to be in school and go to the library and you'd open up that big brown booklet that held all these newspapers? Sure. So that's what she had. And she just wanted them gone. And Hmm. so I had to go rent a U-Haul. My husband was a little bit furious, but I was bringing... (laughs) Oh, look, I'm going to transfer her pile of newspapers to our house. So, yeah, so I I, I brought them all home, went, rented a U-Haul, had to hire some help, and then um, put them in my guest house, had mm-hmm. them all stacked up in the guest house in order. I felt bad. I told her I wanted to give her some money, and I got out my checkbook, and, and I wanted to give her some money, and she, I was ready to write her a check you know, $500 or whatever. And I said, you know, what, what can I give you? Let me give you something. And she goes, no, 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 just, I'm going to pay to have someone come in and sweep, sweep it out. And I'll, if you want to give me something, just it's $35. Whoa. I was like, seriously. And she goes, and don't write it for a dime more just $35 because that's all I'll pay. I'm going to pay it to the boy to sweep the garage. So I was like, okay, that's that's what I'll do. So I wrote her a check for $35. Of course, I had to rent a U-Haul, but that sure. wasn't very much. 
Well, that's still win win win. It was. She got what she wanted, and you got what Jimmy didn't want. Yes, and all that was going through my mind was, I've got a lifetime of profit here, you know, so I can take my time. I can just list a few newspapers here and there, and blah blah blah. The problem was, newspapers are a slow sell. Are they? Yes. So they are a slow sell. So you have to wait for that person that's looking for that newspaper or of some interest with that date or that headline. So I soon learned as I I researched more and more and I put on, you know, one or two, I put a couple on, test the waters, sent them out to auctions. They were selling low in auctions. Some didn't sell at all. So then I backed up and I started paying attention to the headlines. And I actually just sold, um, I got fed up, bottom line. (laughs) (laughs) And you wanted to call somebody and say, I'll give you $35 to take all these newspapers. (laughs) I got fed up and my husband was furious because they were messy and they just took up too much room and they attracted bugs or he calls bugs, crawlies, crawlies. So anyhow, I, I finally took a picture of the whole lot and put them on in bulk on an eBay listing. I put them up, I think it was $5,000 just mm-hmm. to test the waters. And finally, somebody came along and said, would you take 2000 made an offer of 2000 And yes, indeed, I took $2,000 for, for the newspapers. And he lived in Baltimore, uh-huh. and I used U-Ship and set up. So I charged him $800 for shipping. So it was, you know, $2,800. And it worked out great. It worked out great. However, I do still to this day have a trunk because there was a beautiful trunk that she wanted me to take too. And it has, the bottom is probably about 10 inches deep of newspapers. Mm-hmm. Now, this was a collector that took newspaper collecting very seriously, and they were all in plastic, so the individual ones. So I have all the individual ones, and I've been listing them little by little here and there. And I just sold one the other day for $35. Mm-hmm. And I've sold them for as much as 100 $150 individually. And it's all about the headlines, you know, it's it seems to be that the headlines, I don't know if you've ever been in a Cracker Barrel. Oh, yeah. But if you notice in Cracker Barrel, a lot of times there are newspapers on the wall with certain headlines, or if you go into antique stores as well. Okay, this newspaper that I sold the other day was April 1945. And the headlines were Roosevelt's body on way to Capitol. Right. So that was, you know, a big, a big deal. And it had some photos on it as well. So that one was desirable. Actually, I remember that one. And those things you can, can find. But one thing about newspapers with historical headlines and significant dates is there are usually a lot of them around. People may not be selling them. They may not be on the market. But people will tend to say, oh, look at this. Maybe I should save this. So they'll put it aside. Mm -hmm. 
and then maybe forget about it or it gets taken out with the trash or whatever. So you, they don't come to market uh, often, but they're uh, they're around and they're not difficult to uh, find if you keep your eye out for them. Yes. Now, the other thing that I learned from this collector was some of them were what's called reissues. Mm -hmm. And I had never heard of that before, and I didn't even realize it until, luckily, I had my magnifying glass out. And I was able to spot the little, very tiny (laughs) print that said reissue. Oh, and it's hard to find. I sold one. Um, if Actually, if you look on WorthPoint and you do a search for power selling mom newspapers, all separate words, you can find some that I sold. And there's one that I sold um, in May. And it was uh, May 6, 1961, Des Moines Register. And the flight, it was Shepherd's Flight on mm-hmm. on the headlines and it also says vintage reissue and i still got 60 dollars for that newspaper wow. but if you zoom in and i did have have the picture so that people could zoom in and see where it says reissue and i had the word reissue in my title so it's very important otherwise you're going to get a, a return and they're going to say Where'd you get this newspaper? Yeah, yeah, it's not what you said it was. Well, it's interesting because I, I see papers, newspapers all the time at estate sales. And I don't think I've ever done a, an estate sale that didn't have a stack of newspapers. And in the beginning, I, before I was aware that there was value in vintage newspapers, I would call the Boy Scouts. <laughs> Because they would have, you know, they'd have yeah. paper drives and raise money and get so much uh, a pound for, for old newspapers. And I'd just call the Boy Scouts and they'd come get them. Then I started looking more closely at headlines and dates and so on. But over time, I discovered that there's a lot of other ways to get money out of old newspapers and magazines. If you browse uh, eBay or browse through WorthPoint or uh, other places that sell vintage newspapers uh, or advertise vintage newspapers, you'll find that people cut out articles on particular topics. Like they may, might follow a favorite baseball team or uh, an artist or cut out ads from a favorite band and one of their tours. And they'll put all of this stuff together in groups. They sell quite well on eBay. You know, like all newspapers that uh, offer advertising, it's time for us to offer advertising. So we're going to pause right here for a message from our wonderful sponsor. And we'll be right back. Dealers, you don't have to build your own reference library. WorthPoint has done it for you. With WorthPoint's digital library, you can access over 1,000 books on antiques and collectibles in one convenient place. Find the info you need quickly. Search books by title or author or subject. Dig deep using a keyword search. Don't waste time digging through pages of Google results. Get there quicker with WorthPoint. For a seven-day, seven-lookup free trial, go to worthpoint.com. Okay, 
We're back. Yours truly, Wayne Jordan and Dana Crawford. And we're talking about making money from newspapers. And I don't mean by delivering them either. One of the things that uh, I see, uh, I used to collect, uh, and I'd pick them up whenever I, I saw them, uh, old ladies' home journal magazines mm -hmm. from the early part of the uh, 20th century. And what I liked about those was, was, for one thing, they were bigger then. They were like 11 by 14 magazines. They were pretty big. And the ads were wonderful. There are car shows around, not car shows exactly, they're called cruise-ins, uh, where a town will have a cruise-in and vintage car owners will congregate and they'll have old rock and roll music and that sort of thing. And old car ads, if you just stick them in a plastic sleeve, you can get 20 bucks for an old car ad where I might only give a dollar for the magazine in the first place. But, you know, vintage appliances and cars and, and, and that sort of thing from magazines because they're in color. But it works the same way with newspapers. If you can consolidate uh, particular types of ads, very often you can get 10 to $20 for an ad where if you sell the newspaper as a newspaper – you might only get 4 or $5 for it. Sure. So you, you can actually make more money by going in and cutting them up. Historians, I know, are cringing. Cut them up. That's right. And archivists, but you just have to make your own mind up about that. If I would get a newspaper that didn't seem to have a lot of historical value in terms of headlines or dates, then I wouldn't think twice about cutting it up and reselling it. There are other things to look for when you're out, like hometown newspapers, small town newspapers. If you live in California and you grew up in Wisconsin, you might be inclined to want newspapers from your hometown or that represented the era in which you grew up. Uh, so there's a lot of different ways that you can make money out of uh, old newspapers other than selling the newspapers. Sure. I know I also purchased a box lot of um, sports memorabilia from a local auction house last year and or a couple of years I guess it's been and on that in that box lot were a couple of newspapers mm -hmm. and two of the newspapers were about the World Series mm -hmm. and from 1966 and I actually won that box lot of stuff for five dollars. I sold um, one in December of 2020 for $100, and it was uh, 1966 um, World Series. And then I sold a second one for $100. Oh, so wow. I made $200 for my $5 purchase. But this is something else you want to look for is the sports papers. Sure. Because sometimes... If you get a newspaper and you're like, oh, you know, the headlines are not major. But if you go to the sports section mm -hmm. or you go to um, the, if it's a Sunday edition, the funny papers, we call them. <laughs> or the, the comic strips or the, also the area of the newspaper that's in color. 
because right. they did do some Sunday editions that had color. Mm -hmm. And I did take some of my newspapers apart and did just sold the funny papers. Right. Because they had uh, some rare comic strips in there. Mm -hmm. So that's, you know, it was fun. It's fun to research. You know, I love research. Sure. So there's, and I'm always looking for ways that I can increase the odds to make more money. Right. Well, here, here's another thing that uh, to look for in old newspapers, and that's obituaries. Sure. If someone prominent, a politician or sports star or an actor... Uh, passed and their obituary is in that paper, yep. then that alone, the obituary will be worth a lot more than the paper ever would be. Sure. Yep. So I am not going to skip. <laughs> I am not going to skip newspapers, Wayne. And I I like the challenge if, it's a, if they have a box lot of them for sale. And I like the challenge to figure out how I can make money off of these it could be what's inside. The biggest questions that I got when I had that huge box lot of papers, the biggest questions that I got was, do you have any of those papers that have anything about the prohibition? Right. That was the biggest question that not just from one person, I mean, that I kept getting. And people were interested in anything about the prohibition that was in publication. So that's something to be on your have on your radar. You mentioned uh, selling the a lot of big lot of newspapers to a gentleman in Baltimore. Mm -hmm. Across the Chesapeake Bay from Baltimore is a gentleman who specializes in old newspapers that's that's his business i think he's a doctor or something by by trade but his passion of the, is old newspapers uh his website is historicalnews.com uh and if you check out his website he has a whole list uh of newspapers divided into categories that will give a flipper some guidelines as to what kind of categories are selling. Uh, he lists uh, aviation and baseball, uh, black Americana, Civil War, uh, Confederate newspapers, crime and punishment, gangsters, <laughs> the Old South, the Old West, trials and law, Wild West outlaws and gunmen. There's just goes on and on. And it, this is a really good resource. If you come across old papers, take a look at this website and find out which topics catch your eye. And then as you go through the newspapers and, you know, just flipping pages and looking, those things will be at the top of your mind and you'll be able to spot applicable uh, articles. And then you can go to eBay and see if there are similar articles, if people are selling them and how much they're selling them for. And if there's no market for the articles and there's no market for the, the paper and it's not of historical significance or a small town, on and on and on for the qualifiers. But if there's none of that, just put them in a stack and sell them in bulk or sure. push come to shove, call the Boy Scouts. They'll come get them. <laughs> well, one other thing I wanted to share with our audience was that if – 
Priority Mail has tubes that are like rectangle or triangle shape. And they are brilliant for shipping the newspapers. So you mm-hmm. can roll them up and you can also order um, plastic film that newspapers slide into. That's like mm-hmm. a plastic pocket, like a comic book. You sure. Know, but it's giant for newspapers. And so I had a I had a bunch of those as well. And I just slide those in and then roll it up very gently. And then that way it's it's shipped rolled up, not folded. I don't recommend that you ship them folded. So I just wanted to add that. Um I, I'm not missed I'm missed not understanding the part about not shipping them folded. A lot of papers or most newspapers are folded in some fashion to begin with. So you don't unfold them. Oh, excuse me. If if they are already folded, mm-hmm. <laughs> I will leave them folded. But if they're not folded, because these newspapers that I had were 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 saved, preserved, open, and then I rolled them. If there is a minimal crease of in the fold, I won't refold it. I will roll it because it gets worse, you know, as when it's folded, it's really not good for the newspaper. But if it's, if it's a minimal crease, I may just roll it up because I don't want to add to it. If it's already been folded and it's hard to even open it up, (laughs) but it's got amazing headlines, I may not open it up and just leave it. Right. And then fold it. I mean, excuse me, don't fold it more, but of course bubble top, bottom, and then ship it flat. So that's the exception. Yeah, those uh, uh, triangular boxes that you get at the post office are great for that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, they're perfect. Yeah. That and Barbie yeah, dolls. I, I like, yeah, I like those better than the uh, round tubes. Right. I do too. A lot more protection. Well, my Felix the Cat funny papers clock on the wall says it's time to go. So... We're done. That's it for this episode. Dana, any parting words for our audience? See you in the funny papers. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. You've been listening to Flip It or Skip It, brought to you by WorthPoint.com, the world's largest antiques and collectibles pricing and research database. Buy right, sell right, and profit more with WorthPoint.com.